Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown, and in today's episode, we will continue chatting about moving forward and not looking back, specifically how to prepare ourselves for walking in a place of victory. Let's get started. So we're going to start this conversation in Psalm 91, which is a Psalm of David. And many people are really familiar with it. I wrote a song about it. You did. In fact, when I'm when I'm reading it, I'm singing the song in my head. Yeah, it's a cool kind song. of like the alphabet song. If you're trying to remember the alphabet, <laughs> you sing the alphabet song. When I read yeah. these scriptures, I think of your song. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of the idea behind my music. Yeah. So it reads, the first two verses, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him I will trust. Verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That is just so heavy and so cool. You know, dwelling in the secret place of the Most High needs to be each one of our objective in life. We have committed our life to him. We have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live, yet not us, but Christ lives in us. In this life, we now live in the flesh. We live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself up for us. That's Galatians 2.20. So that's our objective in life, right, is to be set apart. So we commit our life to Christ you know, when we were baptized, we were baptized, we, were, we went into death, and we came up resurrected with Christ. So that's the whole point in Christ. We have got to be so committed to him that it says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, that's us. If you're in Christ Jesus, then your life has been set apart for his glory. And you live in that place. And you do, and you shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Which is really cool. I mean, you, you know, think about being under a a big tree with a huge canopy that has a shadow, you know, or um, shade. <laughs> right, yes. And that being him, That's we're really under, we're abiding under his shadow. Right, and his protection, his his hand is upon us. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, there's, it's like a, we surrender our life to Christ and he's there. The shadow of the Almighty is right over us and around us. It's so cool. What a great picture. And it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. I love the declaration. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. So in every battle that we're in in the day, every circumstance, he is my refuge. You run to him. You know, it's like he is the place of my covering. And it's also a protection for us um, throughout our day because we we all get hit with stuff. We get hit with what's happening in the world. We get hit with words that are spoken to us. We get hit with, you know, things that are happening with our children, things that are um, so many things. It's true. That we have to either react to or or we have to be at peace. Right. <laughs> or we have to be at peace through all of it. Well, there lies the key, right? Because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So the way that we do this... Yeah, it's really is found in Ephesians 6 starting in verse 10 which talks about the armor. I love the um the picture of the armor and putting that armor on every day 
so that we are able to dwell in his presence. That's right. Yes, there is a war that is raging against us. And when you are in Christ and the power of his word is alive inside of you, that verse says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So that's kind of what we're talking about. The shadow of the Almighty is around us and upon us. He is our refuge and our fortress. In him, we will trust him. That means, you know, we've talked about the word trust, running into God. He's our hope and he is our, uh, our source and our, our everything. And in Ephesians, right after that verse that Craig just read, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, we have a responsibility The first words in verse 11 are put on. That's something we have to do. Exactly. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And pretty much Ephesians 6, 10 through the end of the chapter (laughs) talks about about the, the armor and what that means. And when you really read it. I think it helps us to visualize putting that armor on, don't you? Well, it's important. It's important to be deliberate about recognizing that God has given us all of the tools necessary for us to be protected, and he's given us the offensive weapon for us to be able to combat the enemy on the offensive, which is the which is at the end there, which is the sword of the Spirit and the Word of God. So it's it's important, though, to see all of these wonderful things. You know, the enemy is anti-God in every way, shape, and form. He's warring against the Spirit of God. He's warring against the Spirit in us, trying to get our flesh to react, trying to get our flesh to get on board with his you know, attitude, his negativity. Somehow, something's coming at us that's going to be negative and is going to try and throw us off, but we have to stand. I love that word, stand. You know, it's awesome. In verse 14, it says, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And then it goes on to say, praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. I love that, the sword of the Spirit. And it says, praying always with all supplication in the Spirit. And it just got done saying that the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. See, the Lord wants us to live meditating on His Word, you know, keeping His Word inside of our thoughts. That's what's so important. When it talked about in the beginning of this, and it said, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. It's talking about standing in the word of God. The enemy comes to try and derail the word of God in our lives. And we have to be purposeful. And if his word is derailed in our lives, we're not able to fully dwell in his presence, because it takes our mind to a place that is thinking about or dwelling on things other than him. Verse 13 says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand, therefore. So uh, that word withstand means that there's an attack coming. That means that you're going to be under attack. 
So in order for us to be able to withstand the attack, we have got to take the armor of God. We have got to go through the process and recognize that, what does the armor say again? That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. The armor of the day, the belt of truth would lock in the breastplate. Mm. So you put on that and that would lock in the, the breastplate of righteousness or the breastplate in the armor that they would put on. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You make sure that you're protecting your feet. In other words, the the symbol here is that where we go. Yes. That it's... Where we go, what we're... Um filling our lives with, what we're right. filling our mind with, what mm-hmm. we're, you know, our time management, right? Right. Everything, yes. Our yeah. our feet are in in reference to our we're, what we're doing mm-hmm. in our life. Yes. And the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. So if you're walking in that place of obedience and you're, you are, see, we are in the army of God. We are his soldiers. We are his ambassadors, you know, to declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's First Peter 2, 9. Um, but it's, it's an amazing place. Our responsibility is to stand upon the word of God. And to withstand, if we're standing in the power of his word, having shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, man, I love that word peace. Because where we go then, we're going to know that we're there by a divine appointment, and it's going to be full of his peace. When we were reading Psalm 91, it just reminded me of the armor. Like, how do we dwell? It's It's telling us to dwell. It's telling us to abide under his shadow. And that sounds really wonderful and sweet and a, you know, a peaceful, peaceful place to be. And it is, but we all have stuff every day that comes along. And that's where the armor helps us to maintain peace. Right. And in order to be able to dwell. So I always remember verse 10 of this chapter 6 of Ephesians, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. What we're talking about is being strong in the power of his might. In verse 16, it says, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one or the wicked one. Now, that's an interesting verse because it says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Faith is an absolute. So when you're standing in the absolute confidence that God is everything, you are his, you're crucified with Christ like we talked about, nevertheless you live, but Christ lives in you. When you have that confidence, that absolute confidence that he is with you wherever you go, whatever you do, that becomes your shield of faith. Because what does it say? taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. You know why? Because you're going to be able to stand and they have no authority against you. They have no place against you because they're all a deception. They're a lie. They're not truth. And when you're standing in the truth of God's word, nothing can touch you. It's a place of absolute confidence and peace. So back to Psalm 91 in verse 3, it says, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler 
and from the perilous pestilence. Verse 4, he shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Mm -hmm. And it goes on. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of arrows that fly by day. So I think that's what it's you know so led cool. me to think about Ephesians. It's and true, the, and the um, well, it all the fits. armor, and it all had. How wonderful is that to see how the Old Testament fits in with the New Testament, and it this really word is, is just amazing how it all fits together. It really is true. And uh, back to, because I want to finish now, because you got me going, honey. I want to just finish Ephesians 6, verse 17, and it says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, which is the Word of God, right? Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So, verse 17, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. I love that. So we've got the shield of faith and we put on the helmet of salvation. This is this knowing your mind is set apart under things of God. So no matter what comes at you, the circumstances, your brain's going to automatically go to Jesus. Your brain's going to go to resting in Him. Your brain's going to go to, Holy Spirit, how can I react in this moment? Please give me wisdom. Give me understanding. Give me counsel. Give me might. Give me courage in this moment. Whatever you desire, God has there for you. And I think when you go back to the whole thing about dwelling, it's dwelling on Him and not on the past and what's happened to you and what someone has said and circumstances that can like overtake your your brain. I think this is where we were going with this, wanting to continue our conversations about moving forward and not looking back. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? And how can we arm ourselves to be able to do that? It really is such a process. I mean, we just have to just commit inside of us. We live in such a day when there is so much stuff everywhere. It's so easy to get sidetracked. Well, and then think back to that responsibility that we have in Ephesians 6.11, where it says, put on. It's uh -huh. something we have to do. Right. So it's not going to happen just by osmosis. It's not going to happen unless we purpose in our hearts, in our minds to do that. It's really true, huh? Yeah. So, well, we just love you so much. Um, we thank you so much for being with us. And we just pray for you always, every day, that God will richly bless you and that you will uh, grow in your understanding and knowledge of Him. And as us, we join together and just become one for His glory. Have a great day. And we'll see you on the next episode. 